Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most procedurally generated podcast network. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 14 of Zombie Plagued Chult. Obviously... Creatures could not hope to defeat me, Bill Kazor. You talk like a 16-year-old halfling who's tried to drink turpentine. I hate you. Flask, I'm so proud of you. Flask of Wine nods dutifully and says, It was my pleasure to destroy. What what, what was it? (laughs) The ball on top of the other ball. (laughs) Oh, give him another cuddle. If we were to feed it... Uh, 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 gems and material worth, I think, 10,000. It might leave. The skull, with a chattering sound, <laughs> hits the ground, inert. Nobody fucking touch it. This tomb belongs to the last queen of uh, Omu. Oh, well then there won't be anything here that'll help us, will there? I mean, no. Pops a man who knows what he wants, and he wants that sun to fuck off, but also is it valuable? <laughs> yeah, it's made of gold. It's hammered gold, so it's like gold in covered. It was a very foolish method of doing decision. what you did. It was a bad decision. It, I will be the judge of whether my choices are... Harmful to others? I think maybe could be skeleton heads, could be king Fine, I rip the I ripped the chest open. Tiffany, you pick the lock, the chest pops open... And as you lift it up, you see that the inside of the chest is completely empty. You hear a lock slide open behind you. You have just enough time to think to yourself, damn. (laughs) As you hear a heavy stone-on-stone sound, an artist Simba and Valindra cry out in shock. All of you turn around and you see a giant boulder taking up the width of the passageway. Boom! Boom! Boom. Rolling down towards you. So I'm going to get you both to make a dexterity saving throws. Fuck. I thought, I thought I'd never see one of these again. After that, <laughs> that temple in the jungle with Dr. Octopus. Pop and Tiffany, I have good news and bad news. Okay. Which would you like to hear first? Uh, Adam, here's with the bad. Bad news? Yeah. All right. And then soften the blow with some good news. So the bad news is, but the area you jumped to is a pit trap. The good news is... (laughs) Oh, (laughs) fuck. The good news is you jump out of the way of the boulder. Uh, So we're Uh, fallen. So both of you jump forwards into the room 
And as soon as that happens, you feel the floor give way beneath you. You can tell that this is an elaborate trap. So the boulder comes down and jumping out of the way means that you jump onto the pit trap. Artisimber fails his saving throw and so is only hit by a boulder. (laughs) (laughs) General, I cast... What do you like? As we hit the pit trap, the thought that goes through Pop's head as the pit trap enacts and the boulder's coming down is very briefly, respects the game behind this. This is... This is some good craftsmanship. I was really hoping for this was my fault. Oh, oh, Cass, no. <laughs> Nothing is ever Pop Mandarin's fault. The walls of this 10-foot deep pit trap are lined thick with glass. You fall, you fall 10 feet. Then you hit a pool of acid beneath. You sink completely into the acid. It is... Deeper than either of you are tall. You're going to take... Oh, wait. No, sorry. You're allowed one more saving throw <laughs> to clutch to the side of the pit. Fucking hell. Clutch to the glass. And pop. You will fail. Tiffany. Oh, wait. Yeah, you're... Oh, no. Pop, you're fine. Oh. Tiffany, you will fail. Oh, no. With a tremendous splash, Tiffany falls into the pit, taking 12d10 acid (gasps) damage. Horns! Hang on, hang on, hang on. Adam! Hang on, Adam, Adam. Did you say 12d10? Yeah. Did you say that if... (laughs) It was 12d10 or 4d10 if the boulder hits you. (laughs) Oh my fucking God. Tiffany could lose a maximum of 120... (laughs) Slightly below average. Average for this would be 66 damage. You only take 63. You're unconscious in the pit of acid. That's exactly how much I... I'm just trying to think. When was the last time I used my spell of protection? I think, I think, I think it's All been right, a week. We're going to go to initiative because it's very important how quickly Tiffany gets out of that bo- uh, out of that pit. Oh, the boulder splashes in after Tiffany. Ooh, highs or lows, Tiffany? Oh, fuck. Highs? Oh no! For me, it misses oh. you. Oh. I don't. <laughs> oh. Okay. Simber gets up and scrambles to the edge of the pool. He looks in and pop. You hear you're just like holding onto the edge of the pit. You hear him calling in, Tiffany, Tiffany. He sounds distraught. Is it my turn yet? Um, that will be his turn. It's your turn now. Yeah. Hey, Adam. I have 100 feet of rope. How far down is it? It's 10 feet. Will acid dissolve the rope? Oh, acid will dissolve anything that gets into it. So, Adam. Oh, what? I'd like to use my gift of protection and drop into the acid. Gold shimmering energy courses around you. Oh, no. You can feel an otherworldly power inhabit you. And you feel like your skin is made of steel, except you know it is harder than steel. Oh, yeah, baby. You let go and land in the pit. You are submerged in acid. With your eyes open in this acid, you feel like you still feel like a sense of danger. There's like a like a reptilian. Well, you are reptilian. But there's <laughs> hey, a, my whole brain. <laughs> there's a beyond reptilian ancient part of the back of your brain. That is like, you are under acid. Do not open your eyes. You need to fight against that to keep your eyes open. You mm. see Tiffany, though. Can I grab her this time? Yep, you can grab her. You have, like, I'd say 15 feet of movement left. 
if you want to, with disadvantage. Is this technically swimming? Uh, yes, you would be swimming right now. Can you I have swim? a swim speed. I'm pretty sure I got a swim well, speed. Well, actually, no, you wouldn't be swimming. You can, it, it's only slightly above your head, so you can oh, just stand. Great. I just need to quickly. Can I try and pass Tiffany up to Artis? You can lift her out of the water if you want. Adam, I want to do that. I want to lift her up above my head towards where Artis is. Tiffany is lifted out of the acid. Flask of wine. Oh, thank God he has that luck stone. Luck is on his side. Not enough today, actually. Oh, never mind. Oh, no. Flask of wine cannot do anything. Valindra, on the other hand, is very strong. What is her best Uh, spell? So this this plan was good, and uh, guess how long my gift of protection lasts, Cass? Is it one round? One round. (laughs) I'm a bit stronger than you, so... Even if I get the average, I think I'll be okay. For another one round. Yeah. Would I be able to just, Adam, mm. use maybe a fortuitous circumstance? You could, yeah. Yeah. I just I just want to just use, see, see what happens. I'm going to put that out there now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I've got a fortuitous circumstance that can happen at any time, I guess. And that's up to you, Adam, as to what happens with that. But now it's out there, you know? It's there for all the well, world to see. Well, you know what will happen with that fortuitous circumstance, actually? I, we fall out of the acid, you die, but I find a ruby. <laughs> <laughs> Pop, you feel Tiffany get lifted out of your hands. Oh, my God. Then, Pop, you feel a like a rope hit your hand, but then bounce off and go into the acid. It starts dissolving almost immediately. You, on your next turn, if you stay conscious can scramble for that rope. Unfortunately, it does not just land in your hand. Pop, a second rope lands in your hand. Fuck yes. (laughs) Pop, it's your turn. Isn't that Aquan? Pop, you take 52 points of damage. Yeah, I'm gargling acid. What? It's your turn. You take 52 points of damage. Hey, Adam, am I still alive? You are on 44 hit points. Hey. Yes, I am. You want to climb out of that pit? I want to stay here. Of course I want to climb out of the pit. (laughs) All right, you clamber out of the pit. You are pulling up on a rope that Artisimber and Flask of Wine are holding. Uh, I get to the top. Where's Tiffany? Valindra is tending to her. She is. Is Valindra about to do spooky death yeah. spell? I push Valindra out of the way before she can oh do a creepy death spell, and I do a level three cure wounds instead. Okay. That's not very good. Fuck off, you undead weird fuck. None of your dirty fucking magic. Tastes like fucking pigs' assholes. I splutter back into consciousness. How do you know what they taste like? <laughs> I have a brother who's very good at cooking and eating assholes. Tiffany, you recover. <laughs> you met him. <laughs> you recover 13 hit points. Lucky 13. <laughs> you got horns. What happened? Uh, you fell into a pit of acid. <sighs> yeah, we got you back out. Does my skin look worse? Uh, everything looks worse. All of your equipment is, like, a little acid-soaked. Uglier again. Do I look fine? No. Why would you? No, I, I, the gift of protection only lasted for one round. Well, Tom. both of you are hairless right now. Well, I'm normally hairless, so I actually look normal again. No, you're not normally hairless, are you? Well, no, like... <laughs> oh, I see what you yeah. mean. Yes, Poppy's yes. normally hairless, That's but at right. the moment, I look like a weird... Nah, I, it looks kind of... Oh, oh, no, I guess you don't have the goat legs. Yeah, no, you look 
more normal. I look at Popsy, has no hair, and go, and feel for my hair. You have no hair, Tiffany. I suddenly I just, notice. Um... I suddenly notice that my vision's a bit clearer, and it's because I don't have eyelashes anymore. Oh, um, you right? I don't know how I ever could be, but sure. Great, Valindra, would you mind? No, um, I, you don't. I, I pop. I could do stop. this. Stop. I could do this. No, I can do this. Not well. I, I'm. I can do this. I don't want you to. Please, Valindra. Pop just kind of like. Valindra looks tur- at the acid pit. <laughs> Valindra turns to you, Pop, and says, "Oh," <laughs> and then she heals Tiffany. Can I please get use this good boy card to get the masculine woman out of healing from a source? That's going to be a lot of fucking healing. <sighs> I see what you're doing, Cass, but it still hurt. <laughs> just making bad choices because you're insecure. So I'm just like I've just walked away from this and I'm just having an internal conversation with the snake in my brain who cannot tell me a lie, Adam. Mm-hmm. And I ask the snake, am, "Am I a bad man?" <laughs> that is not for me to say. But but if you had to say, what would you say? You have issues. Tiffany, <laughs> <laughs> you recover 56 hit points. And Pop, you feel something slam into your back. You are healed without your permission. I don't fight it, Adam. I don't fight it. I have no idea that Pop saved me because I was unconscious when I fell into the pit. I assume he just fell as well. And I go and give Valindra a big hug to say thank you for saving me. She hugs you back. That really means a lot. Thank you. She feels cold to the touch. She's a corpse. That's allowed. That's it's like okay. hugging your dad. Oh. No, hugging your dad doesn't feel cold because he's dead. Hugging your dad feels cold because you don't hug your dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever hugged my dad. Oh. So, four marble columns support the ceiling of this grand tomb. Twin staircases ascend to an upper gallery where a carving in the form of a giant maze adorns the wall. On the floor of the tomb stands an opaque crystal sarcophagus that is constantly changing colour. Minotaur murals adorn the walls on the lower level of the tomb. (sighs) Tiffany, you can see that there are nine, ten secret doors on the lower level. And they're all placed all around the room, yeah? Yep, evenly evenly spaced. Well, this looks like us. And I head to the left, sort of sticking to the wall to start sussing out the first secret door. Mm, you can tell that there's no mechanical device to open it. It looks like it's magical in nature. You could try to force it if you wanted to. No, do they? I start looking at the other ones. Do they all look like this? They all look the same. Yeah, I've, I've, I'm going straight to the crystal sarcophagus and I'm investigating <laughs> that. Okie dokie. I'm not touching it, Adam. I'm just having a bit of a, bit of a cheeky little bit of a cheeky little lick. You notice that there is a tiny keyhole carved into the lid. The keyhole does not penetrate into the interior of the sarcophagus, and there appears to be no mechanism to pick or disarm. So it it looks like this entire device is magical in nature. The key is, like, superfluous. It's just jamming one spell into another. Unfortunately, Tiffany would not be able to pick this this, uh, sarcophagus. Uh, You notice that every six seconds, the sarcophagus shifts color. It goes from... It's a repeating cycle. It goes from blue to gold to purple, to green, to red, to black. Right, so definitely don't open it when it's black. 
Who are you both inhabited by right now? Neither of you have Ijin. Is either of you got Kubazan? Oh, uh, yeah. Cass I do. I have Kubazan. Kubazan whispers into your mind to go into the upper galley. It feels like he has some, like, no, well, you, you kind of share a mind right now. Yeah. You can see, like, flashes in his mind. He has some knowledge of this place, but, like, some memory of it, but it's, like, hazy for him. Yeah. It's, like, sense. a memory from so long ago that you barely remember it. Cool. Yeah, I go up to the galley. Where the fuck him, Jesus? There's a maze adorning the wall here. You see that the intricate carving shifts before your eyes, its configuration ever-changing. The maze has no exits, and its corridors are lit by tiny torches clouded by fog. This is like a painting. It's a, a wall. Yeah, it's like a... A relief. Painting. Yeah. It shifts and moves. You can tell that there's obvious... Well, obviously there's magic to it. Yeah. Um, is there anyone in the maze? Mm. Or is it just like an empty maze? Yeah, you can see tiny figures running around. Are some of them standing still looking at a picture? No, none of them are doing that. The room does not resemble, the maze does not resemble what you're, you're, you're in in any way. Can I try and, like, pick out the figures or push them with my fingers? If you touch the maze. Which I do. Something very interesting happens. You Damn vanish. You, you big, brave, frogemoth ghost. Without any sound or fanfare or anything, Tiffany... Just vanishes, pop. What the actual fuck? At the exact same time, all ten secret doors slide open and you can see piles of skeletons within. The skeletons begin knitting themselves together to form ten minotaur skeletons. They emerge and attack. Meanwhile, Tiffany. Fuck. (laughs) Adam. You stand. We are so bad. We are so fucking dumb. I'm so brave, I think, is the word you're looking for. Yep. Young, brave, and dumb. Tiffany, you stand within a 15-foot-high passageway walled by smooth, featureless stone, which is lit by torches and shrouded by fog. There's no ceiling, and when you look up, you see a distorted view of the room you left behind. Pop. If you look at the maze, were you standing next to Tiffany when she touched it? No, I was down looking at the um, crystal thing. Okay. Well, Tiffany, looking up, you can see, like I said, distorted view of the room that you left behind. All right, let's go to initiative. Oh, dear. So, Pop, would you like to act with Artis Simber? Uh, yes, yes. Pop, you look at Artis Simber and point in a direction to order him, and Artis Simber does not respond. Artis Simber looks at you. Draws his weapon, he's ready to fight, but he's not going to let you command him. What the fuck? Flask? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Do you want to help? This is why I always work alone. Can't be betrayed if it's just you. Hey, Cass. Yeah? Something tells me that uh, all these hours of being rude to people for no reason is... (laughs) I don't want to, like, you know, put a negative spin on it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's catching up to us and it's no good. Us? Yep, <laughs> us. Both of us. <laughs> you and I. But more you, I feel. Don't be hoarse with me. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I'll forgive him. <laughs> takes aim and fires a arrow at a cluster of three of the Minotaur skeletons, it explodes. Is there one for each doorway? 
Yeah. Oh my god, that's ten. Oh my god. <laughs> Math. So many. Three of them explode and wither under Artis's blow, but oh, and he gets a second attack. Uh, he follows up with a piercing arrow on one of them. One of the ten skeletons is destroyed. Very cool. Then it's Flask of Wine's turn. Flask of Wine can act. Hey, Flasky babies! The second time since he got the spell, Flask of Wine can finally use his lightning strike. Flask of Wine lines up three more of the skeletons, knocks, draws, and fires an arrow. As he fires it, it turns into a bolt of electricity, striking three of them. Yeah, no, good work, guys. This is what I wanted you to do. Because you are following my instructions. <laughs> but you couldn't lie. <laughs> this is internally to myself. That counts. Two of the Minotaur skeletons charge at you, Pop, and then your view of the rest of the fight is obscured. One of the Minotaurs charges you, lowering its horns, and the horns slam into you, but you grab both of them and then just skid back a few feet, holding on to them. At the exact same time, another Minotaur skeleton slams its axe into your arm, nearly completely severing your left arm. Fuck. You take 24 points of damage. Tiffany, what would you like to do? I'm going to try and find someone else in the maze. You start sprinting through the maze. You take it at a fair clip. Somewhere, so like I said, the maze is lit by torches, but it's all obscured by mist. In the distance, every now and then you hear like heavy footfalls or a scream or a calling out. Pop. Yes. It feels like the entire room just burst into flames. Both of the skeletons before you, it nearly completely combust. A line of fire is before you. You're not sure how much fire there is in the room. You don't know what's happening. All you know, you have not been touched by the fire. All you know is the room is now filled with fire pretty much everywhere except where you are. What the actual fucking It's your turn, by the way. Uh, Where are the Minotaurs? They're right before you. Uh, I would like to pop my shoulder back in. It's it's a cut, but all right. Pop a shoulder back in because that's badass. And then I'd like to use uh, Zephyr Strike mm-hmm. um, and Holy Avenger. Uh, and I would like to kill me some skelly, skelly minotaurs. Okay. Hey, You're- chuckle face, you fucking missed. Oh, that's cool. That's so cool. You're so good at doing cool one-liners. I wish I were cool like you. It's the only talent I've got. I'm not cool. Your first attack is a hit. I'm playing D&D, Cass. <laughs> you destroy one skeleton. Then you destroy a second skeleton. Weakened by the fire, both skeletons, your like, minimum damage is like a million on this attack. They both go down without too much effort. You destroy two of the Minotaur skeletons. Now you can see the room proper. You see that Valindra has created a wall of fire, but she's made the wall of fire move and snake through the room. And she has caught nearly every single one of the Minotaurs in that strike. So the Minotaurs in front of me that I killed, they've like collapsed out yep. of They're dead. They're dead. Yes. Yeah, so I would like to, in a blind rage, crush them into powder. I'm going right. through some shit. That's cool. Out of the 10 Minotaurs that started this fight, there are only four left. We have done a power. Well, I, I mean, <laughs> I've done nothing. You and- use the term we a lot. 
Oh my lord! Holy shit! Hey Adam, is Cass, it a... get a good boy cut. No, Cass, get a bad boy cut. Oh. Adam, is it is it really hot in this room? No, is it it's really you. warm. Yeah, uh, because I'm a schwitzy boy. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, yeah, 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 cool. <laughs> hey Siri, uh, what do you do when uh, your friends bully you, but it's but it's fun? All right, so Artisember fires two arrows, zwit, zwit, hitting two of the Minotaur skeletons. Both of them collapse into dust. Then he uses his action surge and attacks twice again. His first attack deals... That'd be nine points of damage to another one of the Minotaurs. That one's still standing, but his second second attack is a critical hit. Distracting jab, quadruple damage, and the target must make a blah, 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 doesn't matter, quadruple damage, wow, is uh, 44, that Minotaur is done. Are there only two left? There's one left. Artisimbra and Valindra have pretty much destroyed them. Actually, Flask of Wine was very helpful as well. I killed two as well. After Valindra hit them with Wall of Fire. They loosened it for me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then it is Flask of Wine's turn. Flask of Wine cannot act this round. It's the Minotaur Skeleton's turn. The last one attacks Artisimber, misses Artisimber. Tiffany, you're still in the maze. You keep sprinting through. I want to whip out my green flame, my rapier with my green flame blade and try and charge it. Just Charge what? Like prepare the spell. Oh, okay. So you do so. Just, just in case. Turning a corner, you come to a dead end. There is a pedestal, and on the pedestal there is a, a a red key. Take a key. Okay. You grab the key. When you grab the key. Yes. Cass. The colored keys, depending on what color the thing is. Get yes. all the keys so we can choose which one. <laughs> With a similar lack of fanfare, Tiffany is, disappears from within the maze and appears next to Unk's, uh, next to the, the scintillating color. I'm sorry, what, what was the next sarcophagus? To, next to what? Sorry? Next to what, Adam? Uh, Unk's uh, sarcophagus. Do we, oh, do we know, do we know it's Unk? Well, it's a scintillating, changing color one. Oh. Uh, true. Yeah, and okay. Moa did say that there were at least two. And look, anytime we find a sarcophagus, they belong to a god and there are only two left. Um, I wait till it turns red and put the key in. Well, you could probably still do that this turn. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, sorry, you couldn't. It's it's a change in colors. We'll get to that in a sec. It's Valindra's turn. Valindra looks at the last um, Minotaur skeleton and um, pfft, whatever. She has many spells. She destroys it. <laughs> I like that she's so strong it doesn't even matter. She just, like, gosh, she didn't even need to use... Uh, like a proper spell. She just used a cantrip. Hey, Cass. What the fuck? She just used a cantrip. Yeah. So, what are we doing in the room? Are they all dead? Yep. I opened the sarcophagus. I am still smashing those skeletons into powder. How do you open the sarcophagus? It flashes. All right. Let me know what you do. So, there's the keyhole. You've got the red key. Yep. Blue. Gold. Purple. Green. Red. Put it into his. <laughs> <laughs> the sarcophagus lid disappears, and you can see the contents within. The crystal key disappears from your hand, and you are about to receive a gift. <gasps> you feel an energy pass through you. You now have Charm of the Ghoul, 
You receive that, you can tell, because of the magic of the spell, you can tell that this is a boon. So you know how the Chewingas gave you a boon? Yes, they and did. And you know how um, the the wise the wise woman, Orolunga, gave you a boon? Yes. She was not a woman, she was a snake, Adam. Yes. So this time you feel it's a like a fell necromantic energy, similar to when Valindra heals you. You can tell that this is a boon from Azarak. Ew. That. Uh, hey, hey, Azra- hey, do you reckon Azarak's the, the big boon or the little boon when he b- boons? So, you, like I said, you have Charm of the Ghoul. This charm allows you to use an action to eat a mouthful of flesh from a humanoid that has been dead for no longer than one day. When you do so, you regain 3d8 plus 3 hit points. Once used three times, the charm goes away. You can eat people to heal. You have become more grotesque. <laughs> within the within the sarcophagus, you find ten opalescent bracelets. If you want to grab them, they're worth pop. <laughs> oh, I'm not. I'm I'm smashing bones. I'm having a big old bad time. Pop things. What things? Yeah, sure. Be yeah. Okay. Fuck you. You fucking fucking fuck you bones. And I come over to look at the things. So there are ten opalescent bracelets. Oh, yes. You know what? As you approach the sarcophagus, you see that Artisimba has bent over, I completely forgot about this, and is pilfering the sarcophagus. Oi! What? The fuck are you doing? I'm taking equipment. That's not how this works. <laughs> Pop! What? He's getting equipment. Yeah, but like... Do you not have enough equipment? I don't recall making any agreement as such as to how this works. He grabs a robe of scintillating colours. As he picks it up, slime pours from the folds of the scintillating robe to take the form of multiple snail-like pseudopods. A female voice echoes through the chamber. I can help you. At least I think that's what I'm supposed to do. The spirit launches at Artisimba. With a wave, he bashes it into nothing. I mean, you know, it's handy. They're helpful. Artisimba packs the robe into his backpack, along with all the other equipment. We can divide this evenly at the end of the adventure. Oh. I mean, I don't want anything from it. I just kind of stomp away and search the rest of the room, just in case there's something good. Anything in do those, like, rooms where the minotaurs are? Anything in there? You know what? Yes. Hey! One of them has a passageway. You can see that it leads off. Adam, I would like to grumpily stomp down that passageway. Is uh, Tiffany, you would see that if you're not interested in looting? Yeah, no, I follow him down the passageway. That's a lot more interesting than looting. Nothing to loot, fucking prick. Pop, you were busy smashing a scat. I told you. You weren't paying attention. This is my fault. Yes. What? As you fine, fine. As you walk, both of you can hear a rhythmic ticking sound. You turn a corner, and this room contains a wooden cabinet with a numbered dial at its top, set with two ornate metal spokes. Beneath the dial, a pendulum swings inside an open compartment. An egg-shaped stone adores the pendulum's tip. Pop. The egg-shaped stone is one of the fabled treasures within here. Hey! Things are looking up, Pop Mandarin. 
It is the <laughs> navel of the moon. Said to be carved from a chunk of the moon, this polished egg-shaped stone was given as a gift by the ruling Sil Pasha of Kalimport to his sailor daughter. It is said that anyone who holds the stone can always find the way home to his or her loved ones. It, is, it basically <sighs> has... It is said. It is said to have ancient, powerful magics that reunite families. Adam, <laughs> you are the only one who knows that. Well, the only out of you two, actually, <laughs> Tiffany is the only one who doesn't know. That. Oh my god! What's that? <laughs> As if you know to ask. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> you just found a rock. Uh, he's found a rock and he's an archaeologist. I'm allowed to ask. Go on. Ask away. Can you ask me what it is? That looks nice. It's the, uh, you know, an old bony face said there are four incredible artifacts in this place that would basically revolutionize museums forever. Well, this is the navel of the moon. It is one of those artifacts. This is priceless. Well, I'm really happy you found it. Thank you. Uh, I approach the pendulum. Does it look like a trap, Adam? Pop, you detect no obvious traps upon the clock, but while you're searching it, you can tell that there's an invisible covering. Literally, someone has cast invisibility on some sort of like door or gate or something like that before the pendulum, so you can't physically get at it to touch it. If you're inspecting it close enough like that as well, you can tell that there is a keyhole. On the invisible door. Son You're not sure bitch. if the keyhole can be picked. Horns. Hmm? How good are you invisible locks? I'll see what I can do. I give it a crack. Mm, you spend some time trying to pick the lock. You fail. You, you can keep going. This just means that you didn't roll enough. However, there is unfortunately a time constraint thing here. Specifically because an hour rolls past. And... So the clock chimes for the hour. Doesn't matter what hour. Gong, 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 gong. When that happens, both of you need to make a constitution saving throw as the sound reverberates through you. Fuck. When both of you hear the bell tolling, you both age 10 years. And now a word from our sponsors. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to PrettyLitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Also, hey, D&D is fun, but if you're wishing that you could hear questions that no one ever thought to ask about pop culture you only kind of know, then do I have news for you. Plumbing the Death Star is a show by Zamet, Dusher, and Jackson, where they, as my dad calls it, make a living while being a drain on society, like you, Adam. So, if you like the sound of that, or if you want to know why my dad doesn't believe in entertainment, then head on down to sanspantsradio.com and search for Plumbing the Death Star. Are you fucking kidding? Nope. Uh, Are you (laughs) kidding? Yeah. Adam. I don't live very long, Adam. Yeah, that's a good question. Hey, how old were either of you? I think I was early 20s. Not anymore. (laughs) So I'm 27. Yeah, well, you're 37 now. And Tiffany, I don't know how old you were, but you're now 10 years older. So here's the thing, right? So, So turtles, on average, live to like 50, 60 years old. Mm -hmm. I am so close to... I'm like... Oh... That was no good for you, yes. It was no good for me. So, Tiffany, that was only that, that was only like 10 minutes of trying. So you could make another check now if you wanted to. Yeah. You have a bit of time before it, it tolls again. I'm going to. I will, I'm not going to say anything because now I look worse. Now all my scars have healed. I get a bad boy card. Into me, looking bad. Oh, no. Tiffany, you make two more failed attempts. Before artist Simber, you hear like loud shouting and exclamation in the in the other room with the NPCs, and then artist Simber approaches you, and he has something held in his he, his hand is clutched like he's holding something, but then as he you can't see anything in his hand as he approaches you, he says, "I found a key in the other room, an invisible key." Does he notice that we are fucked? Maybe when he gets closer, he's like, "You look tired." I feel fucking. Tired. No, wait, wait. He says it more like, "Oh, you, you look tired." Yep. I think I th- the clock's cursed. Do you mind if we borrow that key, artist? Of course. <laughs> that was like that was you turning around to look yep. at him. <laughs> <laughs> he hands you the key. You insert it into the lock, and the invisible key opens the invisible door, and you can take the uh, the navel of the moon within. Adam, I would like to take the navel of the moon. This gem is worth about two and a half thousand gold pieces. Though, if you find the right bidder in a large city, you could easily get ten times that. Or, it would look really good in a museum. It would also look very good in a museum. Might it also displayed in a clock. It also supposedly maybe has magical powers. Well then, this might not have been for nothing after. I'm kidding. Obviously, we're going to save the world. It's fine. It was a bit of humour because. It's been really... I chuckle a bit. What else is there to do you, at this uh, point, you know? You all good? I don't want to talk about it right now. Yeah, no, nah, fair. Fair. Do you know what's healthy? Never talking about it. <laughs> Can you say that, being honest? That's what I honestly think. <laughs> so you leave Unk's tomb and there's just that... Well, there's really only the one passage forwards to that large square central chamber. You head there, 
And I feel like I've explained this to you before. At the bottom of the grand staircase, a resonant mechanical rumbling emanates from a dark shaft opening up in the middle of the chamber's floor. Four cylindrical stone pedestals surround the shaft, each 10 feet tall, 5 feet wide, and featuring a tiny slot in their sides. That would be at ground level. So you're walking up to the balcony, and you've got kind of like a, not a bird's eye view, but a high view of this room. Yeah. There are those four statues, uh, obelisks, whatever you want to call them. On top of each of them is a four-armed, what do you call them, gargoyle. You can see that all four of the gargoyles are slightly contained by uh, metal plating. The metal plating wouldn't actually prevent them if they... Gargoyles both exist as the architectural thing and as the monster in this universe. So these could be either. They could be just stone gargoyles or they could be gargoyles that look like stone. Do we know which one came first? That's a very good question. Presumably the stone gargoyle, the not alive one. And then these ones were made somehow. They are all four of them contained slightly in metal-like cages. Not really contained, but contained whatever. One is made of copper, one is made of silver, one is made of gold, one is made of platinum. So they are on top of those those uh, obelisks. Those gargoyles. They might be statues. They might be real gargoyles. This is a big old death tomb. They are absolutely real gargoyles. Oh, yeah, just probably. So you can see past them. There's a large corridor that you could travel down, or if you don't want to enter the room, to your right, there's another smaller passageway that you see you can follow. We reckon, Horns. Well, I reckon they're not worse than anything else we've fought. If no one stops me, I start walking. You enter the room? Yeah. Nothing happens. Would you like to inspect the obelisks? Yes, I would like to inspect the obelisks. Like I said, there's a little slot about eye height in each of them. You're not sure what the purpose of it is. Does it look like something can come out of there into my eyes? No, it doesn't. What's the it holy looks, symbol made out of that? I guess you. I would describe it as looking like the slot for coins in yeah, a vending yeah. machine. Yeah, this is what I'm. Horns. Yeah. You put the coin of what's on the pole in the hole. I don't know if that wakes them up or lets us through to the next part of the tomb, but it will do something. Well, um. Let's have a look. I go through my pockets. Do I have any metal left? I don't know. I don't think I do. Valindra inspects them and says, I would guess that if we did not put uh, a single piece of each type in the in the slot, then the creatures will spring to attack us. I do not know what the trigger is to spring to attack us, but it could be something as complicated as going down the shaft or it could be something as simple as leaving the room. What I am saying is, if we now leave the room without paying a tithe, they will attack us. I feel around my pockets. I've got gold. I've got nothing. I um, I gave, I gave all my treasure to the um. Of course. Skull. Does anyone have anything else? Artis Simber opens his coin pouch. He has enough for everyone to leave. I feel inadequate. Thank you, Artis. Artis Simber hands everyone a copper piece, everyone a gold piece, and everyone a platinum piece. As he's going round, Valindra probably... <laughs> uh, Valindra says no to the platinum piece. She opens her coin bag. She has just platinum pieces. And silver too, yeah? No, she doesn't have any silver pieces. No, Artis gives us silver? Oh, yeah, he gives okay, you one good. each of each, yeah. Everyone steps up to the irrelevant obelisk, puts one coin of each type in each obelisk. I believe we can leave now if we want to. 
All right, we're going, uh, obviously not down the hole. That would be fucking suicide. I suggest we go straight. Of course. I would agree with that. If we travel downwards, I think we should travel downwards through the side staircase we discovered. Yeah. 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 A six-foot-tall green devil face is carved into the far end of this hallway, its mouth agape. Painted murals on the walls show faceless humanoid figures doubled over in pain, clutching at their heads and ears. That's just standard at this point. Oh, great. One of these fucking things again. The devil's face is open. You could climb in if you so wished. Adam, no fucking way. Um, I stick my head in to have a look. If she's about to do that, I literally grab her and pull her back. Are you fucking kidding? We may as well have a look at what's in there. No, we may as well fucking not. I'm reckless, but I'm reckless with a little bit of intent. That's just reckless for reckless sake. Thought you were all about discovery, but fine. I am about discovery, but I'm not about you dying. As you guys are having this conversation, so nice. as you guys oh are having God. this conversation, crawl something crawls out of the mouth of the 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 demon that where Tiffany nearly stuck her head in. Adam, can I can I have a guess? Is it Zagmira? No, <laughs> uh, that would be very funny. Uh. No, crawling out of the mouth of the devil face is a chameleon, just a regular looking chameleon. How it, big? At size of a chameleon. Mm. It looks at you and says, "Can you help me out of here?" What the fuck? Hang on, just how? To, just just oop, oop. Oop, there, oop. pause. Just hey, you heard that too. Yes. No, cool. I just, my head's been a bit, you know, and I'm worried. No, that's fair. Hello. What's your name? Uh, I don't have one, I guess. Are you just a lizard? Yeah. What? What? Why can you speak? Um, those people with the yellow banners, they caught me outside of, um, what did they call it? Omu. They caught me outside of Omu and cast a spell on me that gave me intelligence, I guess. They wanted me to to test dungeon stuff for them. You fucking kidding? No. They turned you into a bloody guinea pig. Well, I can crawl on walls, I guess. The idea was that if I could set off a trap, I would be out of the way, I guess. I don't like that. If you're going to set off a trap, you do it your fucking self. It is a bit mean. You're right. Yeah, fucking right. It's cruel and barbaric to treat people like... Discarded objects you can just get rid of when you're sick of them. I give Pop a, a look that says, wow. What? Look, as the person who was turned into the guinea pig, I'm all with you, mate. Oh. I escaped them, and here I am. Oh, come here. <laughs> I put him on my shoulder. He climbs onto your shoulder. Are we going, like, leaving? Eventually. Oh, uh, that's fair. What did you want to say in the mouth? Uh, can you pick me up on your way out? Ooh, I don't know if we're going to be coming back through this I'll way. stay here then. I mean, with you. Okay. Right. Um, so we wanted to, I'm, you know, just, would you be able to check for traps and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Get a good boy card. I mean, you shouldn't. <laughs> it's not a good boy action. Well, they give me a bad boy card. Mm, all right. Have a bad boy card. I like how liberal Adam's being with the bad boy cards lately. It's good. You guys have been bad boys. Um, are you looking at me in the way you're looking at me now, though, Cass? No, I stare into the distance because... Uh, only, no, like... Why would I expect anything else from now, you know? If you wanted to. If he in his... I'm saying this to the group to try to justify my shitty behaviour. 
uh, if with his own agency he wanted to volunteer to do it, fantastic. Him coming with us is not contingent on the fact that he will check for traps. I would like to try and start a thing within the group where we don't respond and let you keep talking. You know, like I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna force him. If you want to, then you can with a loud sound. With a loud sound of metal scrape, no stone scraping upon stone, a doorway opens to the north. You can see that there is a small room beyond. Waves of heat blast out of this cramped cell. The walls are uh, are, ins- are scribed with relief carvings showing volcanoes setting cities ablaze. Rows of tiny holes are bored into the floor and the 10-foot-high ceiling. A human skeleton embedded in the opposite wall holds an iron sconce with a burning red candle in it. Oh, I start walking in curiously. No, 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 no. What did I just fucking say? Did you want to? I'm sorry, you haven't picked a name yet. No, I, uh, no, I, not about him, about you just wandering into things and dying. Well, are you going to go first then? Sh- sure. I step aside. <laughs> oh, Bob, what the fuck are you doing? So who's going in? I don't. You don't? Tiffany I look. I, I'm in front of Tiffany. But I'm like, just having a sus. You're in front of Tiffany. Yes. He blocks my entrance. Okay. I stopped her going in head first because. You could push through if you wanted, Tiffany. You're stronger than him. You I know. When you. I give you like. I give you a few seconds to have a sus. And if you are literally just looking around and not saying anything. Just. I'm having a. I just want to make sure. Of what? That we don't end up like him, okay? Because volcano, it's hot, holes in the floor on the roof. What do you reckon? Come on, let's let's. This is a learning exercise. Fine. Well, let's see if we can set off the traps. So we know what sets it off. Okay. Uh, what have we got that's nice and heavy? <laughs> can we try and chip a bit off of the devil's head? Does it look like we could potentially do that, Adam? The devil's head in the corridor that you're already at. Yeah, is it made of stone? Yeah, you could. Is there anything on the walls? On the walls, there are depictions of people, but no, but no holes. The holes are just in the roof and the floor. Are you talking about this new room? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the holes are just in the roof and floor. There's the skeleton embedded in the wall, holding a red candle. Horns. Yes. I have given you no reason for this, but do you trust me? <laughs> I I hand the chameleon to Flav. No, 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 no. Do you? Sure. Yep. Okay. Give me the pearl. How? How do I get you back if you go again? Um. You just have to trust that I'll come back. Fine. I throw the pearl of power over and take the chameleon back. Unless the chameleon looks like it's having a nice time in flasks, though. Uh, the chameleon doesn't seem. To have a preference for anyone yet. Does Flask seem a bit happier? Flask doesn't seem to have a preference either. Well, Flask just seems tense. You're in a dungeon. Oh. <laughs> um, as the pearl is being thrown towards me, I turn to Artis, and in the, the moments that this happens, I just say, right, you've got your dick in a twist over something. If I grab this and I'm not pa- Pop Mander in, just knock me the fuck out. 
Adesimber doesn't seem heartened by what you just said. He puts his head in it. He, like, rubs his temples and doesn't say anything. I catch the pearl. All right. I'll miss you, Moa. You feel the spirit of Nang Nang inhabiting you. All right. I climb onto the wall. Okay. You climb onto the wall. I climb into the room along the wall. You climb into the room along the wall. I get to the end of the room. What what is what's happening? Nothing's happened. Can I get it's into the can I get It's just a ten foot by ten foot room. There doesn't appear to be anything special other than the skeleton holding a candle. So I circumnavigate the whole room. Yep. And I come to the skeleton. Gross, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't look at me. <laughs> Adam. It was good. It killed Cass. Drinking water. I was expecting a little break from comedy. <laughs> um, I'd like to take the candle out of the skeleton's hands. As you reach to grab the candle, before you grab it, the door closes behind you and you are now trapped in the room. Then lava starts falling out of the top and hitting you and then hits the ground and drains away. You are going to need to make a dexterity saving throw there, buddy. You pass yes. your dexterity saving throw. Oh, that taking... lava would have killed me. I did not heal myself after, after that fight with the Minotaur. Yeah, y'all are, you're, you're are in trouble. That's 21, 28. Half of that is 14 points of damage. Lava is pouring from the roof above, hitting you, and then draining away. What do you want to do? There's the, the only feature of the room is the skeleton holding a red candle. I want to grab the candle, Adam. Uh, you grab the candle. Would you like to do anything else with it? What does the candle do? It's just a red candle that has it's burning softly. So n- nothing happens when I grab the candle. Nothing happens when can you I grab the candle. Put it, is there anything looks like I can put it in something? You look around the room and you see nothing to other than the skeleton's empty hands now. There's nothing to put the candle in. You need to make another dexterity saving ah, throw. Ah, fuck. You fail this dexterity oh, saving throw. I don't think I do, Adam. I think I pass. I think you rolled wrong. You take... 18 points of damage. You're Fuck. lucky. Not a lot. Okay. Um, can I... Oh, healing's in action. I would like to do a level three cure wounds. Okay. Uh, letting you know that you're probably going to take more damage than... Actually, no, wait. I'll let you still interact with... Yeah, that's fine. All right. Because then can... I want to do that and also put the candle yeah. back in the skeleton's hands. Okay. You put the candle back into the skeleton's waiting hands. Nothing happens. You're looking at the skeleton holding the burning candle. Nothing else. Anything else in the room? There's nothing else in the room other than a skeleton holding a burning candle. (laughs) Can Tom work out the puzzle of how to stop lava falling in a room whose only feature is a skeleton holding a burning candle? Find out next time on... Once upon a time in zombie plagued chalt. Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows on the Sandspans Radio Network, just head to sandspansradio.com and consider joining the Sandspans Plus community. There's over 20 bonus shows, a Sandspans Plus Discord, exclusive video content, and discounts on merch. Just head to sandspansradio.com and follow the links. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey there, fellow adventurer. If you're picking up what we're putting down and want more D&D content, we have just what you need to scratch that itch. D&D is for Nerds Plus, the symbol, not the word, where you can listen to select campaigns that were once only available to Sans Pants Plus members. The further adventures of the Grey Hill Free Company if you want shorter campaigns with beautiful guests, and D&D is for Nerds, not Ognot, where all our non-canon D&D adventures go to rest. Just search for D&D is for Nerds on your favorite podcast app of choice and join us on this epic quest of D&D podcast discovery. <laughs>